It's happy hour again from Central City in New Orleans. Hi, I'm Graham DePonte. I'm sitting in for Grant Morris today. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network, itsneworleans.com, brought to you today in part by Pearl Wine Company, 3700 Orleans, and the American Can Company. Open the American Can Company. Is that its American Can building, right? Uh, it's open from noon to midnight every day, from Sundays noon to 8. So you got to go home early on Sundays. Get ready for the week. The show is also brought to you today by Petite Pet Care. Dog walking and pet sitting, loving care when you're not there. More information at petitepetcare.com or... 504-300-9-PET, P-E-T. If you're an iPhone user, check out the podcast app, Swell. It's the Pandora of podcasting. It finds podcasts you might be interested in, and it lets you take them home with you, available only on iTunes for right now. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is, no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you, because that's New Orleans. And this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. In this case, Casa Borrega in Central City on Aretha Castle, Haley Boulevard in Central City. Casa Borrega is a bar, a restaurant, and a live music venue, and definitely a place to try if you haven't yet. Come to Casa Borrega and have a drink, an awesome meal, listen to some music, or just hang out with us at Happy Hour. My guests today sitting around the table with me at Casa Borrega today are Michelle McGill-Smith. Michelle was born and raised in New Orleans and has lived here all her life. As the product of a Catholic school upbringing from kindergarten through law school, Michelle learned to wear plaid well. And that, I think, is an underrated talent. Michelle, would you say, right. you never know when you're going to need to wear plaid. Exactly. Are you, wearing, are you wearing plaid today? Not today. today. No. All right. Uh, Michelle got her law degree from Loyola. She went to work as an assistant DA in New Orleans. You were there under Harry Connick, right? Yes, I like was. Like me. Senior. Too. Yep. Uh, Harry Connick Senior, right? <laughs> yes. Son was never a DA. He would have been a, Harry Junior would have been a good DA. Yeah. But um, did you have to sign a contract for three, did you stay for three yes. years there? Did you? Uh, just about. Did, just about. I was a you, couple months short. You were short. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like many lawyers or former lawyers, Michelle is a frustrated writer at heart. So her clerking jobs at both the district and appellate court levels, which involve a lot of writing, have been an outlet for those talents. And you're still clerking, right? Yes, I am. Right around the corner from your house. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you do any other writing? Do you have a blog or anything you can direct us to? Any websites we should look at? No, but uh, you've given me a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I can tell you that uh, Michelle is here in part because uh, one of the producers of the show, and that would be me, uh, is friends with her on Facebook. And uh, Michelle, she used to harbor some political ambitions, but now they've been replaced by some Facebook rantings about Fox News. <laughs> and, and, uh, nice. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, you also linked to some very interesting sites, uh, breaking news and pop culture. And where do you, where do you, where do you find them? Like, what do you peruse websites? How do you um, get those links? I peruse websites, and um, one I find really interesting is Politifact because um, it, it it's sort of a nonpartisan website that that um, rates things that politicians say on a truth scale. Yeah, so they, so they they fact check. Right, right. they fact check. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've got to say, your commentary on those posts is always <laughs> pitch perfect, so I guess another outlet for your writing. Uh-huh. Uh, Michelle's dad was a local sportscaster, and Michelle was a DJ at WTUL for several years, so this should come naturally to you. Yes. Um, these days, this day, Michelle is broadcasting right here with us at Happy Hour. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Also here is Liam Pierce. 
originally from Oakland, California, made his way to New Orleans in 2010 with StoryCorps, which I know and I, and I want to talk to you about. I think you were here a few months ago. Yeah. And you I'm, talked I'm, a little was, bit about StoryCorps, right? I was barely here. You, were, you, were, you dropped by. I dropped by. We I'm, asked you a little about StoryCorps, but we <laughs> want to hear some more. Uh, StoryCorps, what, report, you were recording stories of people who were impacted by the BP oil spill yes, at that yeah. time. All right. um, I, w I was like a, a professional, uh, they called it technically a, um, what was the term for Facilitator? It? Facilitator, yeah. that's yeah, the word right. for it, yeah. So I, I, I kind of conducted interviews. I helped people conduct interviews for uh, for that project. How and, did you uh, get that gig? I just think that sounds like the coolest job. I interned, and I and I showed up, and I had an apparent lack of knowledge about anything that in, involved, in, involved in radio, and that's what they were wow. looking for. So, really? Yeah. I actually did StoryCorps. And you know what's interesting? What I love about StoryCorps is... The originator's name, do you know? Oh, yeah, Dave I Say. I Say, yeah, is that cool, <laughs> right? As I Say is a storytelling. It's like the best off. So I always think it, about that. Best, really you're not well name. off, but you're, you're, you're the best, best off. off. So, <laughs> um, so um, you never bought a return ticket. You came for StoryCorps and stayed. I came for StoryCorps and I, I, I stayed. I, I technically was a short job, and it, that's kind of cheating for me to say that, but it was a short job, and I decided uh, that I had to come back. So I, I didn't have a return ticket to go back from where I came from. Uh, and so I, I stuck stuck around. That's great. Uh, did you get your stuff? Um, I did, eventually. I'm still collecting it. Good. All right. So you've got enough to get by. Well, one of your current jobs, if it's possible, is um, as, at least as interesting as StoryCorps. I think you're, a gond you're the gondolier. Uh, there's another one. The there's man, another one. The man who runs it, the man who owns the boat, has a really interesting story himself. But yeah, I'm a professional gondolier. Yeah. And nice. when you say professional, like how many days a week do you work? In, is, this is at City Park, right? This is City Park. Okay. I work uh, about three days a week, Friday through Sunday. Uh, and I'm, I'm teaching during the, the weekdays. And, uh, but I've been doing it for eight years. The gondolier thing? I've been a gondolier awesome. for eight years. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> those are, you must hear some stories on I, the gondola. I see some it? stories on the gondola Is it gondola a gondola? Sometimes. Gondola. It's a gondola, yeah. You see some stories. I see some stories, yeah. You want to tell us why? Uh, I, I've you? got a lot. There's some of them that I don't know can be broadcast on radio, but Re really, Gondolier yeah. There's been some. There've been some. There've been some indecent incidents on on the boat, oh, but God. but there are also some very sweet and 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 generally uh, uh, very heartwarming uh, moments as yeah. well. Uh, I used to. I learned how to row in Oakland, California. Then I ended up rowing in Central Park for a while, and then uh, Central Park in Central wow. Park as well. And then uh, when I came down here for StoryCorps, I saw a gondola on, on the bayou by, uh, by the Noma. And uh, I, I just knew I had to move here. So. <laughs> and then you end up working on it. That's great. <laughs> I up working on you it. You also are a teacher? Yes, I'm also a teacher. What I you teach? Uh, just to, I, I used to teach uh, math, and I took up this job recently teaching reading to kindergarten through fifth graders. I'm a reading interventionist. What's that? Uh, it's... <laughs> Sitting around, serious. And we bring kindergartners into a room with a group of twenty of their loved ones, and we tell them they have a problem. <laughs> Reading. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's technically you jump in. Uh, I thought it was serious for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, but yeah, basically, it's it's kind of interesting how they built the the system. They, everyone does intervention at the same time, even if you don't have problems reading. Um, everyone is technically in intervention period. But there are other kids who are, you know, more specially placed because they're having difficulties reading. So it's my job to kind of iron out the, uh, you know, gaps between uh, different stages of reading. Um, and it's, uh, it's not easy. 
It's the, definitely harder than rowing a gondola. I'll yeah, tell you but, that for sure. Well, so tell us about the last thing that you do. It's probably not the last thing that you do, but it's the um, it's the other thing that you do. It reminds me of the moth. Uh, journal. Oh, bring your own. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your own. Uh, uh, Lane. Uh, Kaplan Levinson, who works um, in radio herself. She was a guest. She was a guest. Uh, I was supposed (laughs) to be there, and I I actually was taking a nap. I thought it started at 5, and so I showed up (laughs) an hour uh, into it. But you were pretty early. You were early if you thought it was a 5. I was really early. early. Yeah, I was there at like 4.45. I was proud of myself. Um, But but, uh, I, uh, yeah, essentially I started this storytelling series. I, I did the moth in New York. I, I really liked the feel from StoryCorps itself. It had a really amazing intimacy, level of intimacy to it. So I tried to build this um, storytelling series that kind of combined the theatrical stage-like element uh, from the moth and then a little bit more of an intimate setting uh, like StoryCorps. So we set up essentially what we call like an outdoor living room. Um, and we brought a bunch of people together to just tell stories on any and Every subject, basically. For seven minutes? Seven minutes. Yeah. Uh, seven minutes. There is a winner. We broadcast them um, on the radio. Who, d- who decides the winner? Um, the, we select three random judges. And sometimes, like, that's, that's to our, like, absolute, like, pain in the, in the butt that we have to, like, sit and listen to people say that they liked one of the worst stories. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. But, but at the same time, that's what's nice about it. It's, like, it's kind of self-perpetuating. People who uh, are the judges end up deciding what happens afterwards. Um, the person who wins the last storytelling series chooses the theme for the next one. It's all based on a theme. They have seven minutes to tell a story on a theme. And you guys have one tonight, right? Yeah, there's tonight, one tonight. For those of you yeah. listening, it won't, it won't be tonight because this doesn't come out until tomorrow. So, but you're going to leave here and you're going to go to bring your own. And set it up. And set yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. That's good. And what's the theme tonight? The theme is heroes tonight. Ooh, I like that. That sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be Wait, just good. to be clear, tonight is tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight is tonight yesterday. Is tonight. No, tonight is yesterday. Tonight is yesterday. Tonight is last night. Okay, got it. Tonight's last so, night. That's awesome. To myself. So you put on... Good luck with your hangover. So, I feel like that's last night. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my understanding is that um, you're now... You're, you're reading. You is it a, one person? Is it a cast of people? Is it uh, a single person doing like a? Oh, the storytelling itself. It's it's all um, selected from. It's self-selected. So basically, we send out an email to a, to a list of people, and uh, we ask them if they want to tell a story on a theme, and then people will respond to us. So it's it's first come first serve. How do I get on this list? I can help you. Out I would that. love to be on this list. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I don't I think I could keep a story to seven minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so my co-host here, Michael. Sorry, sorry no, not at all. No, this is what I want. I want everybody jumping in because I get tired. My my voice gets strained. Um, Michael, uh, Michael and Josh, the founders of Hazy Ray, right? And Correct. they're here also with Mitch. Mitch um, is uh, Mitch was there the first day we started, so he is a founder yeah, as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Mitch Cullen, Curtis, Curtis, yes. and. Michael, Michael Hayes, Hayes, I'm sorry, and Joshua Josh. Ray for all intents and purposes. Ray, exactly <laughs> right. Okay, uh, you guys have been here before, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were actually here for show number 46. I looked that up today. Oh. That was within our first year. So you're a tidbit of history there. There you go. Mm-hmm. So it was 46. That was at the other venue, right? It was. Yeah. It was uptown, right? It's nice being here, though, right? Oh, Casa yeah. Borrega, Central City. It's awesome. Have you guys Dream played sounds, here? We, we've never played here. I've seen uh, two of my friends. They play here. Sasha and and, uh, and Jenna. They play here every Wednesday, I think. Oh, they, they do. They well, do like I should, I should check them out. Brazilian, Portuguese type. Uh, we should have them on the show. It's you should. We should. I'll put you in we, maybe we have. I don't know. Hmm. Well, um, but if we haven't, we should. And if we have, maybe we'll bring them back, like we brought you guys back. Yeah. Um, 
So, where? How did you guys all sync up together? Oh, um, uh, actually, in Texas, we we all met in in College in Station, College Station, Texas, where the Texas A&M University is. Uh, I'm from there. Josh's wife went to school there. He went to school there. So it was a very odd place for what we do to meet. And mm-hmm. you guys were fans of New Orleans music before you moved here. All of us individually is probably the only thing we had in common. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> that, and did you move we here? We hate be- each other secretly. That oh. wasn't any of that. That was me. Sometimes not even secretly. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very open hatred. Um, <laughs> is that why you guys came here? I graduated from LSU yeah. um, back in May. And so while I was at school, this was still a, a living, breathing project. And so uh, we were playing gigs in Baton Rouge. And we, yeah, our we, first gig was actually in New Orleans. And me and Mitch pretty much decided at that moment while he was busy with all the collegiate responsibilities and irresponsibilities that we're moving oh, here after our... Both. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, that's so. good. That's great. We love hearing that. Um, so, Michelle, have you ever seen... Michelle loves live music. Have you ever seen yeah. these guys? No, I can't say that I have. Mm. But I will Aww. soon. Yeah, yeah, we can fix that. Well, you're going to hear them. You're going to hear them t- Oh, yeah, today. you're going to see us right now. Yeah, actually, let me just... Let me take a look at this. Um, you guys have, like, a hike to the stage to get your stuff, right? So I'm parked right out. No, yeah. I mean to, this, to get your... Uh, you're, they're parked at the stage over here, right? Your instruments? Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. So why don't you guys, you, you want to play something now? Yeah. Uh, right. sure. yeah. yeah. Yeah, y'all keep talking. Yeah, y'all keep so talking. we'll keep we'll chatting. Right. We'll get your stuff. Okay, okay. sounds good. All right, sounds good. All right, so Liam, have you seen these guys ever? Uh, no. Never. No, I, I, um, I haven't. I, I haven't been. Your lives uh, are about to change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen a, a lot of live music lately, just being the, the like, early to bed uh, teacher that I have to be. Oh, what time do you have to get to school? I mean, I have to be there at 9. 9 is when the classes start, but I still I have to, like wake up at 6.30. Yeah, to, do it. to get that. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. How it's far? unfortunate that I have to do it. Uh, I work in Violet, Louisiana. Uh, so. oh, and do you live in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. So that's, New Orleans. A, that's a haul. Yeah, it's a bit of a haul. You, get, um, you drive there? Uh, I do. I carpool. I awesome, just started good. carpooling. Very sustainable. Nice yeah, sustainable. Sustainable, sustainable right? transportation. Green, green teacher. And Michelle, you live right almost where you work. Yes, in Plaquemines Parish. And how long have you been with the... What, which court is over there? What court is that? Uh, the 25th Judicial District Court. So that is a state court? Uh, yes. Do you and it's, work um, for the clerk or you work for a judge? Who, I work who, for a judge. What judge are you clerking uh, for? Kevin Connor. And, and um, how do you like Judge Connor? Oh, he's great. Yeah? He's great. And... and, and Basically, the parish is like one big family, and everybody knows each other's business. So it's kind of interesting to work in a court where everybody knows each other. And so when the the litigants come into court, oftentimes it's somebody that the judge represented in his private practice. Or um, does he know, have to disclose that? On the uh, well, yes. I mean, he, he, makes, makes everybody win. So, and and then the the other judge in our um, in our court used to be a DA in. Plaquemines Parish, so he has to recuse himself on anything that where he prosecuted somebody. So, and we do basically everything. We do um, everything from criminal to civil to traffic court to domestic. We do everything, and so it's it's really interesting. There's never a dull moment. So you see, I was going to ask: Is there like, is there anything particularly crazy that's happening now? Any um, case that stands out? Not at the moment. But probably the biggest uh, case we, we've had um, over the last year was uh, Walmart wanted to build in the parish. And there was a big 
hue and cry against it. And there, and that was in court for a while, and now it's kind of died down. So we're waiting to see if they, if they come back and try to pursue that. But, that. but we're like Mayberry in, uh. <laughs> in Plaquemines Parish. So um, did Mayberry? Yeah. Was there a courthouse there? Did we ever see the courthouse in Mayberry? I don't think the, I remember that. Oh, in Mayberry? Um, well, we saw the jail. Is that where the sure. jail was? Otis. <laughs> we saw Otis, Otis in the jail. Otis Smith. <laughs> I think but, is his name. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, don't remember anybody ever getting adjudicated no. in Mayberry. The sheriff, right. it, it, you don't need a trial if Andy Taylor arrests you. You're guilty, and it's probably going to let you go anyway. But That's right. Do you guys, you guys don't even know what we're talking about, do you? Andy yeah. Griffin. I got distracted by the uh, no, no. by the the, uh, the warming up the instruments. So. Awesome. Ah, awesome. No, you're all right. So all right. So let me just describe these instrument instruments. We have Mike on. Is that a trombone? Yes, ma'am. Beautiful tramp trombone. Oh, I was going to fine you every time you said ma'am. Sorry about that. I think I might need a margarita right now, later. Yeah. Uh, and ma'am margarita. Is beautiful standing bass there. That's beautiful. And uh, Josh has a guitar. Mm -hmm. All right. So Very average. what are you guys going to play? And who's going to sing? Josh is going to sing. Josh is going to sing. Josh is going to sing. We're going to play. Gentlemen, what do you want to play? You want to play in um, Water? You want to do something different? You want to do, you want to do your song? No. Yeah. You want to do my song? Yeah, let's yeah. do your song. Okay, let's do my song. All right, everybody. This is Hazy Ray. Uh, this, uh, the name of the song is called Songs About You. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we just recorded and we're going to put out an EP uh, here in the next couple of months called uh, Superman EP. And this is going to be on it. Is it actually called Superman EP? Is that the EP? I think it's just the like, Superman. Superman EP. EP. It's called kind Superman. Of yeah, it's like the ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give us a second, we'll just play these and we're gonna tune them to each other real quick. In my dreams, I've seen you alarm on you. You're the type of girl, everything seems to stop for. As we walk through the crystal city, broken streets beneath the feet, you're making it quite often. So concentrate on anything around us. I want to get lost in this town and never, ever, ever fail. Can I have your attention? It's my attention. I fall in love with your own. one night, the music is just right. There's only Everybody knows I lay in bed. I write songs about you. I write songs about you. I write songs about you, songs about you. Oh, and they go something like it's a lot of time. A lot of time. A lot of time. I wasn't next to say someone, someone just one girl Lose control, lost in your world Blows and shades and blows the play Before the sins, can I just say yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in retention, it's my intention I fall in love 
is only one thing left to do It's all the Nose to nose, the next part Everybody else is leaving sound oh my god did i just say that all right <laughs> you guys sound awesome thank you very much i appreciate it yeah nice. no that was really really nice so um you guys are where are you playing you're playing someplace um, soon yeah so let's see this saturday we got um this saturday that's going to be february 22nd second. that's okay so so we yeah we got two gigs on saturday we're going to play from 3 to 6 p.m uh Mid City at Bayou Beer Garden. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh, that's yeah. great! They got the crawfish yeah. boil yeah, going good, on. Good, so good. There, um, my buddy Dave works there. We're gonna play there, place. and then later that night we're gonna go play uh, back uptown Oak. at Oak. Yeah, at Oak, 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 Oak Line. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, good like deal. That. that sounds great. Um, okay, thank you so much. Yeah, and do you guys, do you want it? Do you need to 
You need to put your stuff back away. We'll, yeah, let me. We'll, we'll, you yeah. keep talking. We will. We'll carry we'll the show. We'll be right back. All right, all right, thanks. Talk amongst yourselves. Right. So, are we going to go? We're going to go see on Saturday yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Bayou Beer Garden is right by my house. I can just. Yeah, it's right just, by my house, too. Where do you live? Oh, uh, don't, don't give it no addresses. No addresses. I live at 555. I, I live uh, I live in Seventh Ward technically, but mm-hmm. but almost Esplanade Ridge. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were you weren't here for the flood, right? So we didn't flood. Yeah, I wasn't didn't here. Flood much. Didn't flood. <laughs> yeah. It was what like three feet? No. About yeah, me, at the surge. Yeah, about. I mean, my yeah. house just missed it by I don't know like a foot. Oh really? So, yeah, oh, it's it's good. Good. great. Yeah. My house got great bones to it. Didn't, oh. Nothing, nothing really uh, got tarnished during the storm. It seems yeah, like that's good. Yeah, it was all good. Um, Michelle, you were talking about being in Plaquemines Parish, and I was surprised to hear you didn't get any damage during the yeah, storm. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Upper, upper Plaquemines, so we on the West Bank, and so we're kind of on a, a ridge or something because we're near the river. So, so our, my immediate area didn't suffer much damage, but um, of course, down in Lower Plaquemines, there it was. Total disaster, and a lot of people who used to live down there now live in Upper Plaquemines. Did we? Just, did you lose neighbor? I mean, did people like move away or come to the neighborhood? Did it, your neighborhood change? Um, my immediate neighborhood didn't change so much, much, but um, but a lot of my coworkers uh, used to live in places like Port Sulphur and Venice, and now are living in the northern part of the parish. Elsewhere, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's that storm still disrupting things. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle, I'm just wondering if you're aware of how many how oh, many posts you had out. yesterday. <laughs> she got the Facebook out. While uh, probably a lot. <laughs> awesome. um, wow, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of really interesting posts yesterday, but this is what I'm really interested in. So, um, I'm not sure where this link is from. It says it's from Say Hello. And it says okay. five things you may not know about loneliness. Do you remember okay. what they are? Uh, no, I sure don't. See. <laughs> see what it says. It, uh, I do know it can kill you early. Oh, uh, <laughs> and that, I think it's not just that's just not a song lyric. That's like a scientific fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently, this is a project. It's called Say Hello. Share this. Just say hello. Mm-hmm. It's a PSA. One word may help you live longer. There you go. Mm-hmm. So five things you may not know about loneliness and. One of them is that it can kill you early, mm-hmm. and so everybody is just, oh, Dr. Gupta is suggesting that we all just say hello. This is from CNN. So Dr. Sanjay Gupta is telling us to make sure we say hello. Right. So that's say nice. hello. It's one of those do a good deed for the day kind of things. And As in saying hello to someone just, hey, Right, hello. who looks lonely. Oh, that's, like, oh. that's the constitution of, of mm-hmm. New Orleans, though, isn't it? Exactly. You have to say hello to everyone. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think we just say hello to lonely-looking people. Yeah, we talk to everybody. everybody. I mean, like, is that the deal? Is the deal is that you only can talk, you only say hi to lonely people? (laughs) The happy people, just leave them alone. That's that's not part of what they don't need. You don't need to spread the wealth. So, you also, let's see, this is um, a link to thinkprogress.org, and it says thousands of California commuters were exposed to measles. Thanks. And there's a um, picture of the subway. <laughs> and I thought that was very interesting, too. Yeah, um, I kind of have a thing about um, people resisting vaccines because they give you all kinds of supposed um, problems. But I think it's more of a problem not to vaccinate your children because the people who generally suffer are the people around you. And, um, and actually, I have nieces who, have, um, who are immune-compromised, and it's you know, a genetic thing. And 
they're put in danger by people who are not vaccinated because they are not capable of um, of getting immunity through a vaccine. So because the vaccine could give them the disease. Well, yeah, something like that. Or they just don't build the antibodies. Mm -hmm. So it's dangerous for them to even go to school if other kids are not vaccinated. Did so. you maybe you posted this, but I saw something on Facebook about it was written by someone who was not vaccinated because her parents didn't believe in vaccinations and mm -hmm. she said it was she hates she said it was hell yeah she got sick all the time oh yeah she had I, her tonsils yanked out and there's stuff that you know you don't even do to kids anymore so, yeah yeah wasn't there some kind of like false statement that went around in the in the 80s or 90s saying that like vaccinations give you asperger's yep. or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. and, and it's, that it's still that. apparently going around but uh, but that that's, totally is that was based on <laughs> some some study in england that has now been discredited so well, autism, was it? autism yeah yeah asperger's. i saw the article another article the other day that's crazy yeah. I, I have my own theories on what causes that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably everything in our environment causes that. Remember that Joe Jackson song, Everything Gives You Cancer? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We played Joe Jackson a lot mm -hmm. at WTOL. Me too. Did you ever see that him? album? Yes, yeah. like twice. Well, you did? <laughs> yeah. I think I just saw him once, but that was Stepping Out, right? That album? Uh -huh. Yeah, I love that album. That was good. Um, but Night yeah. and Day. Night and Day was the album, and Stepping oh, Out was right. one of the Stepping songs. Out was the hit uh -huh. song, Night and Day. You're yeah. good. Oh. Wow, you still got it. I remember some things. Yeah, that's great. Um, um, autism. So people whose kids have it, they swear it's vaccines. Mm -hmm. They really do, even uh, now. Even now. I know it's ridiculous. it's sad. It's very Ugh. sad. Does anybody? Do you know Temple Grandin? Have you heard of her? She's yes. a, yeah. She's I've read one of her books. You have. Uh -huh. She's got Asperger's and is a famous animal consultant. Like a what does she do? She does. She, she, she invented she, that thing that hugged the cattle. Wait, yeah. she, to make them calm. Yeah, the yeah, she, Right. Yeah. She has advanced degrees in right. animal husbandry, really and nice. she... That works better than hello, she, I'd say. <laughs> she devised... She, <laughs> she devised humane uh, ways to um, butcher uh, animals. Yeah, I guess it's... So. Yeah, if you're going to mm -hmm. do that. If you're going to butcher animals, I think it should be... Humane. They should right. at least have a hug. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Well said. <laughs> From Temple Grandin. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Who does... I saw, oh, it was Kisses. It was a dog. I was, I don't know where I was. I was recently at some fair or something. No, it was on the street. It was on the street in the French Quarter, and there was a cute, I don't know what kind of dog it was, but there was a cute girl with a cute dog, and it said Kisses, five cents, and it wasn't her. It was the dog. From the dog. was so Aww. cute. Yeah. Are you Who's doing Barkus this weekend? Or is that this weekend, or is that next weekend? I don't know. I think it's this weekend. Is this weekend? I think it is. I think cute. there's somebody big who's the, um, Grand Marshal. It's is Airbud, isn't it? What? No, it's a human grand, the human oh, Grand Marshal, but now I can't remember. That would be really nice if they had dog Grand Marshals. That would be. That would be yeah. nice. They do have a king and queen king really? every year. Oh, uh -huh. nice. yeah. And they get a crown. And yeah, who's going to Barkus? Are you? I'm going to give it a try. You're going to go? I'm what kind of, what do you have? Uh, I don't. I don't have a dog. I'm just. Oh. I'm a dog enthusiast. You're just gonna go. My roommate hates so dogs, go, yeah, yeah. so it's oh, been a real temptation. <laughs> you hear that, Byron? Everyone knows now. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to find out when that thing is. There's when the, something. Where it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, do that. That's oh, 2 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, I'm gonna need to know. I need to take my puppy. In the corner. Yeah, I, I have a pit. You totally take you have a pit? What kind Harley of pit? Harley is what, the best dog ever. A real pit or a pit mix? She's a rescue, so we're not entirely sure, but. And how um, is she? I've got. Oh, I've actually, got it's Sunday. Fun thing about her Sunday. age. They told her. They told us she was four. We took her to a vet just 
yesterday, and he was like, there's no way this dog is younger than seven. Oh, we were like, wow. oh, wow. okay, neat. Oh. <laughs> that's cute, though. She's, <laughs> she's still awesome. Oh, that's awesome, but it's just, you just got three yeah. years taken off her life. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's actually 21 years. I know. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, her I'm name? Sorry, her, her name is Harley. <laughs> Harley is a yeah. good name. That's yeah. a good name. And she is lazy and lovable and, mm-hmm. and obedient. And Super cuddleable dog. Yeah. I think there's nothing better, all right, than a pit's mouth. That's like a big kissable dog mouth. Do you, do you, yeah. do you kiss your dog? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I have a, I have a pit mix named Zoe, mm-hmm. and she, yeah, she gets a lot of kisses. So. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other, does Harley have a playmate? No. Mm-hmm. We have she's very small playmates. Play. She does have a playmate. We have upstairs neighbors that also have a pit, and the two of them love each other to death. So they have sleepovers sometimes. Do they? Yeah. Was it when somebody's out of town? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta find that. I gotta find a pet sitter. Uh-huh. Any other animals? No? Kids? Can't do it. It's in the, it's in the lease, bro. <laughs> I want to so bad. One of our sponsors <laughs> offers pet sitting, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. I just oh, read that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How petite, convenient. Petite, yeah. What is it? Petite pet sitting. Very yeah, yeah, I got it. I've got it there. We'll do it. We'll do it again. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, that's a problem that, um, I mean, I own my house, so I don't have a lease problem. But I should because my dogs chew, I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. And they've destroyed so much of my house. <laughs> yeah, How would that work that. if you owned your house? You'd just give the lease to the dog and be like, okay, this is I the know, stuff you can't chew. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. I would, I would love that. You have to put down five cow femurs as a deposit. <laughs> 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 getting, getting them back. The dogs eat cow femurs. You know, weird term. Yeah, you know I know. Sorry. <laughs> they eat nutrient, too. Did they eat nutrient? Well, so... Who um, eats nutrient? Dogs? Do- so, okay, so one of our other shows... Who doesn't eat nutrient? Right? Oh! And you put your make fur coats out of their fur and stuff. No, so yeah. Out to Lunch is another show that, that is on the INO Broadcasting mm-hmm. Network, and we had the guy that invented... Um, I don't remember what they're called, but they're Nutria treats. They're like dried. It's Nutria jerky for your dogs. Huh. Oh, yeah. I, that's, that's they're not only for them. dogs. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you. When I when I first <laughs> they're they're for dogs. They're <laughs> only for dogs. No, you can <laughs> eat Nutria. I'm sure you could. Yeah, you totally can. Oh, I'm sure. Like if if people eat frogs and alligators, I'm sure they eat Nutria. Well, yeah. You, you, did you ever go to Critter Dinner? With Jay Maine? No, I was invited, but I resisted because yeah, you'll I'm, never eat a nutrient yeah. if you see that those they, they, yeah. they had the long orange tusks and oh, I think know, they're adorable. I I, I, I some <laughs> chips and dip over here with the you're making me really hungry. We have nutrient jerky place. Blackman's Parish actually has a lot of those wild boar, and uh, people go out and hunt those at night and. And they actually come up to into the residential areas sometimes. I've never seen one, but yeah. but I know someone whose van was attacked by by a very large one. So the they're van, still. I the mean, van was attacked, like the like they're, destroyed. They're no, but they they narrowly got away from the <laughs> from the. Uh, they were in the van. The tusks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's really? scary. That's scary. Have you ever eaten so, one of those? One of the wild No, boars? I haven't. Mm-hmm. No. Anybody eating a wild boar? No. Uh, no. Can't say that. No. The, the beast, the beast of the southern wild kids, oh, they yeah. use oh, nutria yeah. furs on miniature potbelly pigs. So it's kind of like a combination of nutria. And yeah. And Wait, say that pig. again. The the beast of the southern wild kids, yeah. when they made when they were making the monsters, they used nutria furs as on top of pigs in order to to make mm-hmm. the beast yeah. from beast of the southern wild. So so that was that was. What they Those did in the movie, or that's what the ca- that's what the dress. That's what the cast did, or the the people who worked yeah. on props and yeah, the prop and animal, yeah. animal I trainers. I did not know that. Yeah, okay. so they, it's you know kind that? of strange. That's uh, cool. But yeah, so it was it was kind of a strange. Thing. I I'm a big advocate of Nutria, and I feel like it's it's a really <laughs> hard position rap. to defend 
Uh, on the gondola, I see a lot of new shrimp. Well, a lot not, of gondolas that come on. They're not on indigenous to Louisiana, and they right. eat up the um, yeah, they are the plants that keep the coastline together. So it yeah. increases erosion, coastal erosion. Yeah, and so they, they eat up the levees too. Is what right, I heard. Right, right. What, what's the story? Well, there's some legend about the Tabasco people from the Tabasco fortune bringing them yeah. in from Peru or something that, like that. I I, I, I believed that for many years, but recently I read that, that that's just an urban legend. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, I believe that too. But they're they're that's indigenous to somewhere in oh. South America. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh. Because the yeah. story I always heard was like they brought over the nutria for like fur trading and mm-hmm. the, the people in the Tabasco, the Avery Island, Avery yeah, Island? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. a big storm came and it opened right. up one of the cages and the nutria just, you know, bread like crazy. That's was, what I heard. Yeah, it was yeah. springtime for nutrias and they, they just have <laughs> done nothing but keep going. Oh, they oh, they uh, multiply rabbits. very quickly, yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. part Survival of the, of the fittest. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but t- what, about the, what about the nutria that you see? You've got a little soft spot. Yeah, well, <laughs> on, on the gondola, I see a lot of nutria. There are a lot of nutria mm. that hang out in the uh, sculpture garden behind the Noma, and uh, they they hang out, they swim. They're really good swimmers, which I didn't realize. And when I first started working there, people kept on saying like, you know, there there gators in here. And I was like, oh, whatever, you're just trying to scare me. And then I and then I was rowing, and I saw this thing kind of trailing through the water, this kind of like ripple coming off it, and it was just a little bit of it was poking out. And I started freaking out. I, and you know, I, afterwards I talked to the guy who runs the gondolas. He's like. You know there are gators in here. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. He's like, they're harmless, and I was like, all right, okay. okay. They're harmless. They're harmless. Whoa. Yeah. Well, they, they don't attack the, the gondola because it looks like the biggest gator imaginable. Uh, but okay. what what okay. happened was I kept on pointing out to all these passengers. I was like, that's a gator right over there. Don't worry about it. It's afraid. <laughs> but I didn't realize Wait, there were nutrients. Do you put your butt like your voice on? Don't worry about that gator. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> everything's gonna be all right. I'm a boat captain. Don't worry about it. I got this big snake. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But they were nutrient the entire time. I had no idea. They were, I thought they were gators, and I was really excited about that. And I like kept on like trying to pretend like everything was okay, but it was just it was just nutrient. You didn't figure it out when your passengers were snickering. Yeah, exactly. The, the locals, one local pointed out, it's like that's not a gator. <laughs> like, There's no way. From, boy? Yeah, there exactly. have been there exactly. have been real gators though in in the yeah. uh, in the lagoons in, in City Park. I don't mm-hmm. know if there still are, but oh, there definitely are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ow. Now that you can tell the difference, and they probably eat the nutria. In the daytime. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because I row at night, and so all creatures kind of just meld into one. Um, but thankfully, the boat is huge, and so like they're, they're absolutely terrified. It's 37 yes. feet long. How many people can it hold? It's longer than this bar, for sure. It can hold up to six people. Um, Seems like it should be able to hold more than that. Yeah, it, it should, but Safely. it's it's a completely Safely. illogical form of transportation. There's nothing about it that makes sense. <laughs> it, it's like a, a thousand-year-old tradition. Way to um, perpetuate the business, man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come doing see my, me. My, my gondola, your boss like gondola texting you that there's going to be like a meeting afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it it doesn't make. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's uh, 37 feet long. It's just like a limo for the water, basically. Oh, nice. It was developed in you know Venice a thousand years ago, <laughs> kind of a thousand, 1094. Before motors. Before motors. <laughs> and it, it's a strange place. There are no motors. There are motor boats in Venice, but mm-hmm. uh, everything is done by by boat. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So how do you book a, bo- a gondola ride? You can check out our website. Yeah. NolaGondola.com. Nola Gondola. I love it. Nola Gondola. Even though it, it causes you to mispronounce the, the, the name it's of the gondola. It's still more fun. But it's, it's yeah. catchy and that's what's important. It's a lot of catchier, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but uh, it's something that I didn't like see myself doing necessarily, but I, I, I fell into it and, and then uh, and really just uh, can't stop doing it. <laughs> so, so do you have people, I mean, obviously you've had proposals on the gondola. I've, I've seen almost... Uh, uh, I've seen almost like 150 marriage proposals at oh, this point. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. And it's, it's unique because it's not like a restaurant necessarily where you yeah. like a bunch of people are there and everyone's celebrating. It's just you and these two people in perhaps like the most intimate moment of the <laughs> declaration of relationship. So it's nerve-wracking. It's absolutely terrifying. Do you yeah. ever like try not the way we were? Yeah. <laughs> Just to That's break the tension. probably what I yeah. would do first and foremost. I probably have done a lot of nervous farting. <laughs> He's moving away from Michael. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for that. Um, so what do I get? What do I get for a gondola for uh, gondola ride. Uh, we have crackers and cheese. We provide glassware oh, for oh. you. Do we bring um, our own? You can bring your own beverage. We don't necessarily cool. provide any, any beverages, but you know, I, I think I think it's nicer that way. We have people who brought anything from daiquiris to uh, a whole huge uh, fifth of Crown Royal to uh, you know bottles of wine, of course. How long does the gondola ride last? Uh, Fifty minutes. So five zero. Um, just under an hour. That's awesome. And uh, I sing on the boat. I was going to ask nice. you. Oh, cool. I do. Nice. No, this is, I, you can't, you, it's embarrassing when I have real musicians here and I admit that I, I sing. It's not, you it's sing not. for a living. You're oh, yeah. a real musician. Yeah, I know. you probably have more gigs than I do. Yeah. But, <laughs> way more people At least 150. <laughs> when I was working in Central Park, I would row for eight hours a day and I'd row a cruise every half hour. So sometimes I would row 16 cruises in a day and would sing about four songs per cruise. Nice. I don't know exactly what that is, but it's a lot of it's songs. Lot. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. Sing Italian opera. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not very good at it. I get called out. The embarrassing thing is I don't speak Italian. <laughs> I, wow. So I will sing. I will sing these songs, and I have people from from Italy come on the boat, and they be like, "Oh, you just pronounce. You just bastardize. Uh, not giornata." <laughs> Uh, you know, and, like so, I, I I mess up a bunch of different uh, <laughs> lyrics, but I'm at the point where I've sung them so many times I can't change my brain around them. Like I just yes. have to sing them in the right pattern. But I sing O Sole Mio. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because I was in Central Park and all of these people would come by the boat and they'd be like, "Why aren't you singing, buddy? Like sing O Sole Mio." Just like I had to appease them, you know, because they would come in droves. Uh, I sing La Donna Mobile, which is from an mm-hmm. opera. I, I have one Venetian which song. Which opera? Um, I, I don't know. That's all right. No worries. Go ahead. Go ahead. An Italian one. An Italian one. I sing uh, this song. The, the Venetian song perhaps my favorite. I sing Volare. Uh, um, you know, like Dean Martin, that Dean Martin made popular. Um, that's Amore? Do you sing that? That's Amore. I really reluctantly <laughs> sing that. I really reluctantly and sing that. And I'm going to ask for a chorus right now. No, Let's hear oh, that's the, Amore? the gondola song. Which, that's one, Amore. which one do you... I want that's, that's Amore. I don't, I don't know all the lyrics to it, but I can, I can you do... You can do the moon lyric. Right. The moon and the pizza. We song. won't know. It's in a, a, a Italian. Yeah. No, it's all English. That's a, the ridiculous part. It's like a ridiculous song. Um, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the moon starts to shine like you've had too much wine, you're in love. And I, I, I honestly don't that's know awesome. very much. Yeah. Yeah. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> it's weird being Irish-American and pretending you're Italian. All the time. <laughs> it literally doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Um, so when I introduce people, I'm like, ciao, like, 
Buonasera, my name is Liam. <laughs> 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 just doesn't really... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really work. But, uh, so what's, what's the funniest, or I don't know, can you do the risque stuff? I can do I, mean, I might we, be able to. We are to. not a family I'll, show. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my favorite. Uh, I'll tell you, tell you one of my favorites. Um, you know, you get a bunch of people from different age groups that come on board, and, but, but the, the, like, I'd say the biggest outliers are, are younger people. You don't really get that many young, many younger people who are hanging out. And when I was in um, New York, uh, these two like super nerdy thirteen year olds came up to the boat, and they had like their shirts tucked into their pants, with like maybe belts and suspenders. I don't remember. They either had one or the other. But they came up to the boat, and I was just like, oh man, like my job is to make these relationships better for fifty minutes. You know, that's that's my job essentially. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at these two, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know where to begin. Like, <laughs> I can be like a romantic, like, uh, field trip tour guide, but that's like basically the best I can do. <laughs> so I, I set off with these these two 13 year olds, and like, uh, they they, uh, I push off the dock, and I start into my like history routine. I start talking about the history of the park and Central Park, and I start talking about everything else. And uh, about like two sentences in, the girl turns and looks at me, and she goes, Yeah, 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 shut up. We, we don't want to hear any of this. And they proceed to make out the entire cruise. No. And the glasses are just like bumping against each other's glasses. Nice. And they're like fogging up. And I was like, these, these kids are cool. Like, these kids are a lot more advanced than me. That's a nice story. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, the risque one, uh, I, I can tell in short, I can tell it in, in long. But uh, let's just say someone got too intimate on the boat. Uh, what happens? At one point, and the boat yeah. flipped over. You just oh. throw them out. Did the boat flip over? No, the no. boat didn't flip over. The boat's hard to flip over. Uh, but uh, I know. Uh, but I should have done that. I should have rolled it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, what do you do when that happens? I, I was singing. I was just singing. I didn't know what else to do. I just kept singing. And trying, honestly, trying not to laugh. Yes. You need one of those His squirt bottles like you do with your cat. <laughs> Get away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But basically, this this guy rolled up with like this tall, leggy blonde on his arm, and they jumped on the boat. And then leggy. I pushed off, and I know this. It's a good, I've never used that term. Man, she's, got gam- she's got gams. Leggy. She's got gams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they jumped on the boat, and and it wasn't two minutes before pushing off before um, I saw him uh, half naked on my boat wow. and her doing something about that. Um, oh, oh wow! Wow. Nice. Yeah. Good for her. So way to be a sport and keep singing. I hope they gave you a big tip after Total that. Bro. I only know five <laughs> songs. I had to sing them on repeat the entire time. <laughs> he just stops mid whatever he's doing. Hey man, you know anything else? <laughs> <laughs> and he came back after that. He came back the oh, next no, time with two else? girls. Oh. Two uh, girls, yeah. He, did you turn him away? Uh, no, no. I, not. He tipped pretty nicely. So <laughs> what happened when he brought two girls? He he kept on saying it was actually one of the girls from the last time. It was the the same sorry the same girl from last time and then a, and a different girl. And he kept on saying like as he was rowing, he's like, oh man, I could really go for a threesome right now. And it was two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm sure my 13 year olds were like revolving around the boat on a rowboat, you know, like somewhere close by. It was in the middle of the afternoon in Central Park, and he wanted to go for a threesome on my gondola. Oh, awesome. Nice. That was in New York. Okay. That was in New York. So, so people here are more well-behaved. No, no absolutely that's not. <laughs> <laughs> All nice. right. Uh, all right, so hey, we heard music from Liam. You guys ready to play something else? Absolutely. absolutely. Cool, man. Yeah? yeah? All right, all right, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. We'll talk while you get right. ready. Okay. What do you want to play? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So. Sorry. So, Sorry. so let me talk. Let's talk about the Italian opera. Uh, I mean, you don't sing. Do you sing opera? Can you sing as a bar? I'm sure I can sing a bar. Wow, I'll sing you. Right. Okay. This is this is really unique, by the way, because I, the benefit to singing on a gondola is I'm looking at the back of people's heads. We're all I row in the back of the boat, and two people sit in front of me, and so I don't have to look them in the face. I don't know what to do with my face when I'm. Uh, turn around, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> oh, turn around. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll We're do. Right. I'll do right. La Donna Mobile. Okay. This is one of the most, you know, famous uh, Italian opera songs. I'm not looking. Go. La Donna Mobile, qual piuma al vento, muta de accento e di pensiero. Sempre una mobile, leggiadron viso, pianto in riso e mezzoniero. Oh, beautiful. That's great. Yeah, it's, nice. Thanks. It's, it's all right. I've yeah. had professional singers come on the boat and be like, I've got some tips for you. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, that's not, it's actually not a part of the gondolier's jobs to sing. It's not a part of the tradition. Really? It's not. What yeah. do they do in, in Italy? Um, they, they just row. They see it as kind of like more of a brute force uh, job. And, no entertainment. And, and it's actually, it's kosher to be silent for the most part. God, that, that seems like that would be awful. If you can call an Italian Catholic tradition kosher, uh, nice, but nice. <laughs> but uh, it is it is it is kind of awkward in some ways. There's one gondolier in, in Venice uh, who I trained under that, that sings, and so I, I like got a chance to see how he does it. But it's, did you just uh, say you trained under a gondolier in Venice? Yeah, I was there for wow. two weeks, and I ended up learning how to row, and That's you know cool. it was cool. Wow. It was amazing. I, it's, I was really lucky, and the man who taught me how to row originally had connections there still, and so it's, it's very rare that you get a chance to do it. What, but. what were you in Venice for originally? Um, my brother lives in Barcelona, and I was visiting him, and uh, decided I found a cheap flight to Venice. I was like, I have to go here for the origin. That's I learned awesome. I learned in Oakland, and this was about five years gotcha, in as I went gotcha. to Venice. So. so when you were there, it was kind of like uh, doing some research. Yeah, I was doing research. I write about it too, and so I, you know, wanted to kind of understand what the origin was like. Right on. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And you're a journalist too, right? Yeah, I write sometimes. Weird. I, ask me about a job I haven't had. For two months, and I'll tell you. We'll talk, we'll <laughs> you talk about that. Are you guys, what, what are we playing? Can I ask him a question real quick? Yeah. Do you have like a no protocol when they say no? Uh, I, I uh, don't. For I've never experienced a no. For like a proposal. For oh, yeah. A proposal, yeah. yeah. Oh. I was just wondering, like after 150, somebody had <laughs> to say no. Do you flip the no. boat? That's like, when you should flip Because I, I would just jump out and swim away. I wouldn't. Yeah. That's so awkward. It's kind that would be a long ride back. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I haven't I'd, I'd experienced like, no. You can row the boat back. I'm, d I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> when that happens to you, you got to let us know. Yeah. Then you guys can play some songs to oh, try yeah. and you know sm iron out the difficulty Absolutely. in the relationship. We'll be there. Learn a lot of Atlanta's Morissette. Angry chick songs. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've never experienced one, thankfully. Uh, I've, I've talked to gondoliers who have, though. Oh, that would be terrible. pretty rough. Oh, I was yeah. just curious. Sorry. Yeah. That's a good no, question. No, I, Very good. I worry about it, too. I just go in assuming it's going to be a no every time. And I've <laughs> just been really lucky prepared. to see, like, you, that's 150 smart. yeses. Just to prepare yourself. Yeah. Do you have an exit strategy if it happens? No, I, I, I will just go to the closest bank, you know, river bank or bayou bank. And, and let the guy and out. And just let him, yeah, yeah, let someone out. That's yeah. a good idea. I can't, you can't put him at fault, necessarily. Necessarily, no, but, but, uh, but he's probably yeah. the one that wants to leave. He's probably yeah. the one who wants to leave. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but it, yeah it's, it's rough. The, the friends who told me about it say that it's just a silent ride back. Man, it's just a silent ride back. That's when you gotta sing. That's when you gotta sing as best as you can. You gotta tap dance then. That's too. a 13 year old thing again. The guy's like, hey, buddy, mm, no, <laughs> cut that shit out. <laughs>
All right, guys, what are we hearing? Uh, the song's called Here We Are. So quietly, such a sad, sad thing for me to hear or see. Why the cover of her body bends to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lays on my bed so quietly. I do anything just to hear her sing to me. Why the world lays so fast to slay? Tell me what she's done to me.
Awesome. That's beautiful. You are not going to fool us with that second false ending, all right? <laughs> you remember, Michelle, when we were at the radio station, every track that had a false ending, there'd be like a big, a, a big a, sign. False, false ending. <laughs> that was great. Okay, so what time no, no, at... No. Um, what time Saturday at Bayou Beer Garden? Uh, Saturday is three to six uh, three to at six? Bayou Beer Garden. And, and what time at? There'll be doing some crawfish out there, and okay. then we'll do uh, nine to twelve at Oak. Nine to twelve. And okay. then we'll be around during Mardi Gras too. So. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys, you guys have a CD out already, or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah you do. We what have do you a got? CD out. Uh, you can find all of our music and stuff. It's uh, just the band name Hazy Ray H A Z Y R A Y dot com. Where we can got, we get it? Anywhere. Uh, anywhere. Apple, just go to the, the websites yeah. can. Yeah, diverse, you, like direct you where you want to go. Your Facebook, website, Twitter, our videos, our schedule. Yes, hazyray.com. Yes, ma'am. All right, awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna look forward to seeing you on Saturday. I'm really, I'm gonna get out there. It's so close to my house. I'm just gonna walk up. Oh, awesome. Saturday. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Um, you guys, can you believe it? It is over. Happy wow. hour is over. It is time for us to say goodbye. Thank you so much. Thank I really, you for really appreciate everybody coming. It's been really great. Uh, so, executive producer of today's show was Grant Morris. Associate producer and technical director is Chris. Can I give Kehoe. a special what's up to Grant? We miss Grant. We miss Grant. We miss Grant. Grant get better. You were awesome. Thank yeah, you, you were great. You're phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. We just, you know. Grant is suffering with back pain, so get better, mm. Grant. Um, associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Music director is Christian Unruh, and our music coordinator is Joshua Brown. The theme was written and is being played right now by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris Studio monitors, and much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. And if you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. You should also check out our other happy hours and our other shows. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live at Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Paget. True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. Vietnola, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with the Vietnamese Terry Gross, Kim Vu. And Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media, on all of which we are It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and Facebook. Those photos are taken and are being taken right now by the fabulous Douglas Engel. Thank you, Doug. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Swell, or another podcast app, thanks for subscribing. Take a minute to rate us, please, and review us, and that helps other people find us. We are recording live today at the beautiful, the fabulous, the the magnificent, the marvelous Casa Borrego. Please come. Come by. If you haven't eaten here, you need to. It's so good. And come by any Thursday from 4 to 5, even if you're not a guest on Happy Hour, just hang with us here. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Grant Morris, for Andrew Duhon, who is our Happy Hour troubadour and is in Sri Lanka, but I hope we'll be back for the next show. And everybody back at the INO Broadcasting Office. I'm Graham DePonte, and don't forget to join us next time on Happy Hour.